So today we are releasing another guest episode on Chalchitra Talks. For this episode, we have Uday Bhatia with us. Uday is a film critic and he writes for Mint Lounge. So Uday is going to share five movies, जिनके उन्हें soundtracks या score बहुत पसंद है. So over to Uday for the recommendations. So uh, I'm going to recommend uh, five films that have memorable scores, uh, and uh, I'm going to also try and uh, slip in some. many recommendations within the five main ones uh it's going to be a fairly eclectic international list i'm going to skip the uh, zimmers and the uh, morifones so uh, i apologize in advance if i mangled some of the uh, pronunciations so my first uh, recommendation is the uh, dead man it's a jim jarmusch film from 1995 they call it an acid western sort of a psychedelic uh, version of a western uh, it has johnny depp and he's just wandering around uh, the west in the uh, 1800s and uh, it has a score by neil young a uh, very famous uh, uh, rock and roller and there are two unique things about this score uh, one is that it is almost entirely improvised uh, Neil Young sat with a rough cut of the film, and he just played guitar to it uh, as the film was screening, and then they uh, they cut those into tracks. The other thing is that uh, it's a single instrument soundtrack, and uh, not many of those exist uh, in in the history of film where the entire score is played on one instrument. As I said, this is set in the eighteen hundreds, and uh, you would think that it would be weird for a film set then to have uh, an electric guitar playing very heavy electric guitar playing in neil young's typical style but it actually works very well for the film because uh, it's a sort of hallucinatory uh, kind of western and neil young's playing also has that quality and it has a very raw quality and uh, the film is also really weird and raw so it works really well in that sense uh even though it takes some getting used to when you have the opening credit you just hear that electric guitar but like it's a period setting if you like this uh, this particular soundtrack then i would uh, advise you to go way back uh, to uh, the third man which is i think the granddaddy of the single instrument soundtrack it was uh, a noir uh, film it uh, had uh, joseph cotton and orson welles and it was recorded by a person called anton karas and he recorded it on a zither which is a string instrument and it was just that and it was very novel for its time having just one instrument uh, but it's uh, absolutely brilliant the film is also a classic and the soundtrack was also very very uh, popular since we're talking about improvised soundtracks another one i would suggest would be this french new wave film called elevator to the gallows um, miles davis the great jazz trumpeter he uh, did it in a manner very similar to how neil young did dead man which is that he got rushes of the film and then he stood in the studio and he actually like improvised his trumpet while uh, seeing the action of the film and you can actually see a clip of this on youtube uh, where he's playing and the film is running my second reco is a very uh, classic world cinema film by uh, werner herzog 
it's called uh, agire the wrath of god from uh, 1972 uh, it's a very one of a kind film um set in uh, i think uh, probably the 16th century uh, it has these uh, spanish conquistadors going down the amazon looking for el dorado uh, and uh, because it's a werner herzog film uh, things don't go very well and uh, nature interview so the score for this is uh, done by this german electronic band of that time called uh, popul work and they've done a soundtrack for a couple of other herzog films also it sounds if you hear it like a choir is singing but it's a little off and the reason that it's off is that they had a very unique recording which was they used something called a choir organ which is like some 30 simultaneous pre-recorded tracks uh each one of which is a voice at a particular pitch and then you literally play a choir through the organ which gives it this sort of very ethereal quality but also kind of weird and creepy which uh, suits the film uh, very well so uh, popul verse soundtrack and you should also hear the soundtrack for his uh, nosferatu uh horror film the his uh, dracula film quite brilliant and uh, i i like this idea of pre-recording sounds and then combining them to create a new sound uh if you like this perhaps you might want to listen to the chernobyl soundtrack uh which is by uh, hildor uh, i'm not going to attempt the uh, her surname brilliant soundtrack and what she did was she went to uh, Uh, a nuclear power plant uh in a hazmat suit with another recorder she actually recorded sounds from there and she brought them back and then she combined that to make the score so apparently the score for chernobyl is entirely constructed out of sounds that are from a decommissioned uh, nuclear power plant My third pick is a Brazilian animated film from 2013. It's called uh, Boy in the World. It's uh, directed by uh, Ale Abreu, and the score is by uh, Ruben Fefer and Gustavo Corlar. So it's a beautiful film, um, sort of made for kids, I guess you could say, but very enchanting. just like uh, it's about a boy who sets out from his home uh in search of his uh, migrant worker father and he goes through like fields and cities and he encounters all sorts of things in the world uh it's also a wordless film uh there is hardly any dialogue and whatever dialogue is there is basically gibberish it's a made up version of of portuguese so it's really there are no words so it's an 80 minute feature film but only the visuals carry it and the music carries it and the score is quite brilliant because uh, it's everything that is happening on in the film uh, is basically incorporated into the score because there is no dialogue sound design becomes music becomes sound design becomes a score so it's there is absolutely no division between all that so say like if a flute is playing uh you'll think that that is part of the background then actually they'll cut to a bird in the forest and you'll realize that actually you know it was actually sound design 
maybe not the score so it all sort of blends into one big whole thing it took 2 years for them to make uh, because uh, they were sort of working so closely with the directors that they almost sort of in a sense became directors themselves because they had so much responsibility of carrying the narrative forward through their score uh, absolutely brilliant score and uh, if you like it you might like this uh, 1959 film called black orpheus which had a score by two very famous musicians called uh, antonio carlos yobim and uh, luis bonfa uh, this uh, film started the bossa nova craze uh, outside of of brazil uh, uh, just a sort of magical soundtrack and the soundtrack is actually more famous than the film even though the film is well known but everyone starts talking about the soundtrack immediately uh once they when they discussed my next pick is a japanese film from uh, 1967 uh it's a gangster film called uh, a court is my passport uh it's by takashi nomura Uh, one of the many uh, noir uh, gangster films that were made for the Nikatsu Studio at that time. Brilliant films, some of them very funny, violent. Sort of you can uh, uh, see where uh, Tarantino gets some of his ideas from by watching those films. This one stars uh, Joe Shishido, who uh, died uh, earlier this year. Uh, brilliant uh, uh, actor. Uh, in films by Seijun Suzuki branded to kill and uh, a couple of others uh, great pulp uh, star of that time uh, and a very fun film even though maybe not the most famous nikatsu noir but uh, really one of the best so the score by this is by this guy called Harumi Ibe and uh, from the opening titles itself uh, it's it's completely throws you off because it's a spaghetti western score and this is a gangster film happening in tokyo and spaghetti western obviously is not the kind of score that gangster films have but this was like they just probably felt that this was getting popular over the world and they were like you know let's do it so it's fine that happens it's a very morricone like score with harmonica and sort of twangy guitars and whistling and all then what happens is a couple of scenes later you hear the same tune but it's played jazz style like a small jazz combo is playing it same theme but played jazz style which is totally like brilliant on part of the film because it's saying that look we know that jazz music is what is you know associated with noir you don't have spaghetti western but we gave you that to sort of throw you off balance now here is the jazz version of the same thing then later in the film they have the same theme with both the spaghetti western elements and the jazz elements together with it at which point you can imagine tarantino's head explode so absolutely brilliant uh, uh, soundtrack and film uh a cold is my passport generally the japanese films of of the 60s had amazing scores by a bunch of composers if you're looking for another very adventurous gangster film of that time which has a very experimental score there is uh, masahiro shinoda's uh, pale flower 
which has a score by uh, Toru Takemitsu. Uh, strange, atonal sort of score goes into jazz, goes into classical, goes into sort of experimental music. Very unlike anything you would have heard. It's quite brilliant. The film is also brilliant. So if you're interested, you should check that one. My last pick is a film by Bela Tar, the Hungarian director. Uh, it's called Workmeister Harmonies uh, from 2000. This is a bit of a sentimental pick uh, by me. Uh, it takes me back to the time when I was just getting into world cinema. And this was pre-internet days. So we used to... Uh, basically go to these CD shops and uh, very uh, shady establishments where they would give you copied uh, DVDs in these plastic packets. In that uh, era, uh, Belatar was regarded as one of the directors who was sort of like a heavyweight. Like if you were, you know, getting serious about cinema, then you will be watching like Belatar films and you will sit through Nine hours of Saturn Tango. Yeah. But Workmeister Harmony is not so long, just like two and a half to three hours. And uh, a great score by uh, this composer who Belatar works with a lot called Mihali Bhik. Uh, just two themes uh, in the whole film. That's all. There aren't more pieces of music. There are just two pieces of music which he uh, constructs in this. They're both very simple, uh, piano, uh, cello, uh, violin sort of things, very slow, kind of mournful uh, music, extremely moving. Uh, and the way that Belatar uses them in the film when they suddenly sort of come in, uh, it's a black and white film, but they sort of illuminate the screen. And there is just something about... Uh, Mihaly Vig's scores that like even if you had not seen a Belatar film ever and mostly like if you haven't seen a Belatar film I'll give you an idea it's basically like long takes nothing much happens in terms of plot and uh, just uh, uh, not too much talking either so the music does have a lot of impact when it comes in because it's used in a sort of sparing way if you've never seen his films this music might actually give you an idea what it would be like just, you know, from the sound of it. It sounds like it's black and white. It sounds like it's a bit mournful, like it's searching for something, like it's sort of uh, wandering around uh, in, in, uh, in pursuit of a melody or a resolution. And uh, so this, this film has... Uh, these two pieces absolutely beautiful. Uh, if you want to look more, his score for the for Satan Tango, for Turin Horse, for Damnation, all of these Belatar films, absolutely brilliant. I hope you enjoyed those recommendations and uh, do subscribe to Chalchitra Talks for uh, movie, book, podcast recommendations.